Welcome to Weaving Your Web, a podcast where we are reclaiming our creative alchemy to find the freedom to weave the webs of our lives from a place of feminine desire, soul truth, and the roaring rivers of wisdom that flow through us all. I am your host, Ashley River, and thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode helps you to tune into more of your own creativity, medicine, and soul's magic. Welcome to Weaving Your Web with me, Ashley River. You may have been led here by my practice of ceremonial soul tattoos, my retreats, my writing in my book, Tending to the Sacred, my oracle deck messages from the heart of the divine, my newsletters, or maybe even from the first version of this podcast. I first started Weaving Your Web as a podcast in 2020. It was a couple months before COVID lockdowns, and shortly after I started sharing my voice in this new way, I fell pregnant. There's much more to the story, which I'll save for another time, but this is really significant because your voice is connected to your womb, and your voice is what aligns you with your creativity. So opening my expression in a new way also opened me to create new life. And I continued to share on the 1.0 version of Weaving Your Web through the inner knowing that I was eventually going to miscarry. I just had this strong, mystical knowing that I was about to walk through a death portal, a really massive death portal. And this was really initiated the day after my birthday that year in a powerful ceremony. And my birthday is in April. I started this podcast um, in January of 2020, or maybe it was February. Um, But I did this ceremony with myself in the woods behind my house in Mendocino, California, where I was living at the time. And in this ceremony, I claimed the earth as my mother. And I chose in that moment to reweave the story of my feminine lineage, one that trapped the women in my line into the story of sacrifice. Get married, sacrifice. Have a baby, sacrifice. Give up their dreams to support a man's sacrifice. I had gotten married about six months before I conceived, and it quickly became clear to me that this isn't what I wanted. I knew it wasn't what I wanted from the start, but I wasn't ready and willing enough to reweave until I quite literally was carrying a life inside of me that was for my partner and not for me. Everything that I had been creating in my life during this time was for him. It was not actually for me. And this is the lesson in the medicine of weaving your web. We are weaving with every choice we make. Our intentions for our lives are our magic wands, and the potential realities are all the threads that we can choose from. I chose to get married, but then I chose differently. I declared that I did not want this baby or this life with this man in this location. I didn't want any of it. I looked around and nothing about my reality was aligned with my soul destiny. And this is a destiny that I had been tuned into for a long time as a mystic, as someone who can see potentials and see possibility. But instead, I was weaving a fate with threads from the women who came before me, from the lineage of my partner, and I knew it wasn't for me. It's not what I signed up for this life for. So I chose to create something new. And that day in ceremony, I made an intentional choice. And this is the day that the life in my womb stopped growing. 
I shared the rest of the story on my Instagram and in newsletters, and it's a big part of the book that I'm currently writing. But with this change of choice, I stepped into a new timeline, and I dove deeper within myself to find my true voice. For the voice is our most powerful tool to create our lives. And at this point, I had already written my first book, Tending to the Sacred, but even that did not feel like my true voice. In many ways, my first book was the book my publisher wanted from me, just like the life I was creating was the life my partner wanted from me. So I stopped podcasting around the time that I was leaving my marriage and packing up my life to move to New Mexico. I had been called to New Mexico for years, and I didn't know why at the time, but I just knew that the lands held a really big creative medicine for me. I knew that they were going to teach me a lot. So I got a divorce. I started my soul tattoo practice again after putting that aside to have, you know, the energy to create my life in a way that wasn't aligned with me, which took all of my energy because it took force, not pleasure, to weave it. And more on that in another episode. But in this transformation, I entered the death portal deeper than ever. And at this time that I moved to New Mexico, I started having quite intense lung issues as I processed years and lifetimes of grief and the lungs are where we carry grief and they also hold the keys to our expression and our ability to breathe new lives into existence and to let what is no longer serving us die to let the old go to breathe it out the lungs are truly the threshold from the old to the new and we need our lung capacity to weave the deeper and fuller you breathe the fuller your expression and potential for creation. So I had all these deep lung issues, an intense lingering cough, a lot of lung stagnation, and much of this was collective and it was related to, you know, COVID era as we are all expelling death and grief from our lungs right now, or we have been for the last three years to weave new realities if we were to choose it. And some of the grief was related to my mother's mother and just my feminine lineage in general. And much of it was also just all of the death coming through my life, the babies that I lost, the friendships that I was losing. And at this time, I lost friendships that I thought would be in my life forever. I lost, you know, parts of myself that I thought I was going to cling to forever. I grieved so many stories and wounds and ideas about myself and my life. I let go of timelines and potentials. I went into my darkest descents where only my inner mystic could guide me as I was traveling into completely new territory. And in this space, I freed so much space in my lungs for a truer expression to be birthed. I found my voice. And I'm excited to share this new expression with you here and in my next book, which has been drawing so much out of me and just all the ways that I show up as I step into new potentials of expansion and expression. In the podcast intro to Weaving Your Web Part 1, 1.0, which I recorded in 2020, I shared a story about how a golden orb weaver spider in my first miscarriage in 2017 was actually my inspiration for this podcast name. Every day while I was healing from that death, I watched as this beautiful orb weaver mama would eat her web every single night and recreate it every morning in this beautiful cycle of death and creation. 
and every day her web looked different. Some days it was pure, beautiful perfection symmetry. Other days it was a wild, hot mess. And eventually, you know, she gave birth to tons of baby golden orb weaver spiders all over the garden, and she died. But her web actually remained in the corner of the window facing the garden for many, many months. And I felt her wisdom pour through me as my teacher during that time. I started to become more aware of my choices. I started to notice how one choice would put me on an entirely new path and potential. A whole new reality would open. And I sat with my spider teacher for many moons and eventually I inked her on my hip and tattoo ceremony to really honor these teachings of death and birth that were guiding me at the time. And they still are because this has always been and will always be the foundation of my work and what I share. We can choose to reweave anything and we are weaving our lives in every single moment with every intention, with every choice. You don't like the web you're in? Reweave it. You don't like the reality you've created? Change it. You're sick of your limiting beliefs and stories? Rewrite them. Weaving your web is about freedom, ultimately. It's about being in your feminine creative power and weaving a life of destiny. I often tell the story about the fates to my clients, and maybe you've heard of them. They're storied in so many different traditions. In Norse folklore, they're called the Norns. In Greek mythology, they're called the Moirai, and so on and so on. And in these cultures that share the story, the fates are three sisters, and sometimes they're represented as maiden, mother, and crone, which, you know, reflects the feminine evolutionary journey. Sometimes they're all crone witches, but there's always three. In Greek mythology, the fates, or the moirai, they show up three days after your birth. One spins the thread of your life, and another sister measures the thread. And they do this by seeing into the past. These sisters, they're oracles, they're great and powerful seeresses. They see into the past, the present, and the future. But they see the future from the now vantage and from the past. So it's future without power of your choice just yet. They foresee this future by seeing into your family lineage and your ancestry. And they basically craft your piece of thread based on all of the stories that have come before you being born here now in this moment. So maybe your mom had a dream for you to become a doctor and had already started that dream weaving for you. That would go into the thread that the fates spun. And maybe you come from a long line of ancestors that were very poor and barely lived above the poverty line, or maybe all the women took on the same role in the family unit, and this would be measured by your thread. And as you grew and continued to choose this fate and use this thread to weave your web, eventually Atropa, the third sister, would come along and cut your thread deciding it was time to die as you lived out your fate as it was written for you. Anatropa does not mess around. She is the most powerful and mystical of the sisters. One of my favorite plant spirits, Atropa belladonna, is actually named after her. And belladonna is a plant that truly awakens the sensual mystic within. But what they do not tell you in this myth is that you can actually spin and measure your own thread. And your choices are the keys that you can actually embody this power and mysticism within. You can choose to not have the job your mother picked out for you. You can choose to end the family pattern and do something radically different. 
We can choose to end any limiting beliefs of self-sacrifice, control, fear, scarcity, and so on, and just weave a new web. You can write a new story. You can choose your freedom, choose your expansion, desires, and creative magic. And this is what I teach and share, and this is what this podcast is about. I offer you the keys to unlock new threads. I offer you vulnerable, authentic, courageous leadership to change your reality. I offer you wisdom from diving deep into the mystic and medicine keeper that I am because I want you to free the mystic within you. I want you to free your medicine, your soul song, your voice, your purpose, and your creative magic. And I hope that this podcast will inspire freedom within you. The freedom to share your truth, to follow your desires, to anchor your dreams, to know the power of your choice, to awaken the infinite, and of course, to weave your web. listening to these sacred weavings. I hope they may inspire and empower you to weave the web of your life. You can find more of my work at ashleyriver.co or on Instagram at I am Ashley River. The intro and outro music for this podcast is called Dim Light, a song from my friend Haley off of her album Bottom of the Sky, which you can find on Spotify. Definitely give her music a listen. It is so beautiful. Please also consider subscribing, rating, and leaving a review to this podcast and sharing it with anyone you feel may resonate with the wisdom here. For the more threads we have consciously weaving, the more change we can reweave throughout this world together. Mm-hmm.